You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. A new chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. All right, what you call it. (laughs) Something good for ya. To this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where usually the two of us sit through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. And, well, we're going to try to today. Cap's not with us, but it's the return of the campfire squad or whatever it was yeah. from last time. We got Morrison. Yep. And we got Mr. Brad Smith, the rock father. Hey, hey, hey. It's morning after at the, uh, usually morning after at the rim, but this time it was kind of like just morning after at the Smiths. Yeah, we're just hanging out now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we had some, we had some good food and drinks last night. <laughs> a lot of drinking. That's the most I've drank in a long time. Drinking last night. Mm-hmm. Last, last evening. evening. Last afternoon. Last, last morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes good with a nice... 50 pounds of pancakes, eggs, bacon, sausage, peppers, and onions. Well, I was going to say we had to do something because like a nice uh, mixed drink. <laughs> we've avoided talking about it on the show, but it's like, of course, Rim Rocks had to be postponed, but it's like, through yeah. all that, we had to do something with the food. Yeah, we had, a, bad. we had a lot of food that was going to go bad, so yeah, we uh, gathered a few folks around. And Chris made us up several meals yesterday. Oh, yeah. And uh, we shared did. a lot of that on our Discord. Link in the episode description <laughs> oh, if you yeah. want to join in on that and have some yeah. fun with us. But no, you got a flat top. That that was yeah. one. Of, that was one of the things that I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's been here. Um, Dad got it years ago, and it's been down in his pavilion. And yeah, the top was rusted over, so we had to get it and grind it off and everything, mm-hmm. but refinish it. Yeah, we got it up and running, and and uh, took full advantage of it yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't, no, wait co- till you, can't wait till you get it hooked up to like a 110. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cook, cooking on a flat top's fun, though. Because, yeah, it's easy uh, to do. Mm-hmm. You don't need pans. You don't have to worry about it being level and shit mm-hmm. like that. Everything's fine. <laughs> no, and um, and something uh, Tyler said in, in the uh, chat when I posted the photos of it. He's like, I love a flat top, but it just reminds me of work. It does. It does. <laughs> and it's not as, like I will say, I haven't cooked on a flat top in a while just yeah. because I haven't, I've got out of food service. But Right damn man that's the best thing to cook on by far than any other thing i can think of like mm-hmm. i've used woks i've used fucking pans i use gas stoves. no flat top every time <laughs> flat top every time every time every time you can do just about anything on it man i was gonna say uh both of us uh chris and i've had food service jobs brad did you have any any sort of like line cook work no 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 what were, well actually i don't think we've ever discussed this what were some of your early jobs uh, Chris? No, you. I, 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 was, I was looking at Chris because this is actually leading into something he brought up a little while ago. Yeah. I can I can pretty much run through them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my my early days. Oh, mm-hmm. good old days. days. Age I was a, age range. I was a uh, teen years. I was a uh, lawn care engineer. Okay. Uh, oh, engineer. That's, that's fancy. <laughs> Define that. He got the ride the lawnmower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pushed and rode lawnmowers, ran yeah. weed eaters. 
painted fences. Yeah. Anything the, the town of Norton needed, I was the go-to guy. You want right. to know something fucked up? I've never used a riding lawnmower. Really? Nope. My dad my dad doesn't. My dad mows the lawn, and he likes doing it. My sister likes doing it, and they just really enjoy it. I've, <laughs> I've, I've never done it. I've never done it. I've been on a lawn. Really? I've been on a riding lawnmower maybe twice in my whole life you know i think i'm kind of with you on that yeah. every every guy i was around was always like no 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 it's like mom would never let mowing the lawn be punishment they're like no no i want to do it yeah because the, the, the adults our parents uh-huh. of our age were like nah i'm gonna have a drink and mow and get Go my work mind on the car get, get my mind off you <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. yeah when you're on that mower no one can talk to you yeah it's nice, it's just nice <laughs> I, I don't hear you i'm, I'm just i'm just Riding and drinking. <laughs> now I've only used a push mower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push mowers. I don't. know. It's okay depending on what kind of yard. But not, but not the old fashioned no motor push mower. Oh no, 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 no. No, fuck not those the whacker. Things. No, not, not the, the whacker. whacker. We have one of those here. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, do, do you use that to dole out some? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper, get your ass out here. Use the clippers. Uh, I'm a what about an acre and a half or yeah. so here. So yeah, yeah. a lot of them giant thrive, tractor ones. I just bought a new mower. It's, yeah. it's a dad's. Hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Long so that care was, engineer. <laughs> came up with that on the I, love, I like put that. that. <laughs> you, put, you can put that on the, on the resume. Uh-huh. Uh, then I worked at the local convenience store when I was in college on a the clerk? weekends. Mm. Yep. Uh, nights, nights and weekends. Uh, How, how'd that wind up running down? Uh, normally everybody picked me up when my shift ended to go party. So yeah. that was, uh, we, uh, I had a great manager. She let me buy my kegs and then keep them in the store's fridge. Oh, nice. Walking cooler. <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, the beer was always cold the moment you left. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> but, did you, uh, yeah. It, did you wind up running into any psychos like, during did that time? Did you get robbed? Andy. <laughs> Close enough. Give us your money, bitch. Uh, bitch. No, I never did get it. Uh, that's that's a kind of a rarity around here. There was a time that uh, somebody was hitting gas stations around here, and I was working at that time. But yeah, um, nah. or or even just the the folks that would just come in, and you're just like, oh god, please, I don't want to deal with you tonight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a lot of those. Yeah, lottery ticket. Uh, stand in line, buy two tickets. Uh huh. Think Do about it. Go outside, buy scratch three and more. <laughs> oh man, I came close. Think about it. Uh, let's buy two more. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. No, I run into those, and, and it's always the mornings where it's like I get to the bus stop a little earlier. It's the Seven Eleven nearby, so it's like I'll maybe go in there for you know a different coffee or whatnot. And it's always that one. I'm just I have to get out of there quickly. You've got the fucking lottery ticket guy stand there, and there's like, bro, Tuesday morning is not your morning. Please get out my way. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, did you ever get robbed? You never got robbed? Nah, nah. We uh, being remote as it is, yeah. um, it's not exactly a crime of opportunity to get yeah. together it would be a you know well I, most robberies i assume are planned but yeah. um <laughs> it's kind of a one way in one way out yeah right where, where it is mm-hmm. uh it's the one down here as you guys oh, okay close, got it uh, and typically uh somebody hung out or multiple people hung out waiting on my shift in so we could go yeah. i mean there were times that there'd be six eight cars in the lot and it was everybody just waiting for the party to start. Yeah. Um, so shift was over. Yeah. We'd take off. 
So. <laughs> yeah. At least you're lucky on that. Fuck. Yeah, no shit. And what age range was that one even? Uh, in my early 20s. Right. Very, very early 20s. Uh, then I worked in a warehouse uh, picking orders for a hardware um, HVAC okay. plumbing company. Oh, like, okay. Got so it. Kind of like an AutoZone type warehouse or something like that? Uh, a wholesale warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Back before Amazon. <laughs> yeah. 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 You took a little truck. Yeah. The orders came off. You went around and picked the yeah. the items, brought them to a packing table. Very Working monot- with the forklifts. At the end of the day, it was, it was um, a multi-level building, and uh, I was in the best shape of my life when I had that job. Oh, yeah. You always. Uh, up and down stairs and, and uh, loading trucks at the end of every day. Uh-huh. They don't uh, have stairs now, man. They got fucking lifts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's damn automated. Oh, yeah. Well, we had one elevator, and it was you had to pull the cable and yeah. everything. Oh wow! Yeah, so that was old, old. Yeah, school. it was old. Yeah, I think it still runs. It's ironically enough, uh, it was the first job out of college, and it's catty corner to where I work now. <laughs> you showed us that building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like so, you still have to stare at that every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it it was kind of cool because it was just two of us that picked orders typically would you say that was probably your worst job i I don't know in a lot of ways it 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 was bad but in a lot of ways it was kind of cool because the dude i worked with was cool and we'd go no one really saw us during the day yeah so kind of left to your own devices we'd go to lunch have a pitcher or two of beer and then come back and <laughs> well, work is a lot more tolerable if you're able to do that throughout the day. I mean, yeah, because no one was going to see us. And, Crack you know, a cold one on break, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, time to get through this work day, boy. Uh, yeah, that made the afternoon much more bearable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, then uh, went to work for a CPA locally. Worked mm-hmm. for her for a little while. Went to work for the the great state of West Virginia as an as a uh, payroll auditor because mm. that's my degrees were in accounting and banking. Oh wow, yeah. So, uh, so it's not just a venue uh, operator, but he's no. actually got some smarts behind <laughs> all this. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, oh, um, at the warehouse company, actually, I went into sales there. Oh, uh, no. I went into road sales. Oh wow, uh, I sold uh, sold HVAC equipment commercial equipment yeah uh janitorial supplies the whole nine yards this company had literally everything uh if it was a mom and pop store located in the middle of nowhere if they had nails in stock fishing line or whatever we sold it to them plumbing fittings i mean yeah i worked at a place exactly like that so um so yeah that gave me a, a real um view of i sold the coal mines i sold the contractors i sold the stores um so it gave me a real broad view of everything that goes on out there. Right. Um, got so, a good got a good view of everyone. Yeah. It, it was a good life experience, yeah. basically. Didn't really know, you know, everything, all the ins and outs, but at least I got an idea. Oh yeah. So, um, but yeah, then I went to work for a uh, for an accountant, a CPA, and worked for her for a while. Yeah. Went to, uh, left there and went to work for the state um, as a. Um, payroll auditor looking at unemployment workers comp making right. sure the employers were doing what they were supposed to yeah and then from there um 
to the job I currently have. Well, yeah. it doesn't sound like you wound up running into any <laughs> that you were just like, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just kind of um, one move to the next. Yeah. Um, At least it was just, smooth. Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I work as the head money guy for the school system. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> Well, Chris, did you wind up running any? Uh, what What was your job resume? If we're throwing out resumes on this episode, well, I wasn't a lawnmower engineer, <laughs> but I was a uh, 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 what's the fancy word for picking up scrap wood at a construction site <laughs> and it, clean up maintenance uh, 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 construction maintenance maintainer? Yes, <laughs> nah, man, maintenance uh, crew. It was the worst job I ever had. No shit. My first job was the worst job I've ever had because I was working for family. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. This fucking great – he's my mom's cousin. Great, uh-huh. great guy. Right. His kid's an asshole. <laughs> and you probably worked well, for like, the kid. Well, I ran into that lawnmower problem. Like He's like, all right, got to go to this one house. Uh-huh. And if you don't tell me how you want it done – I, I can't read your mind. Exactly. So yeah. He left me alone at a house we were remodeling on the outside. And I've never used, like at that time, I was 17. I had never used half the stuff he was talking about, like a yeah. caulking gun or anything like that. The, the circular saw. Like I had never used any of these. So yeah. I was very temperamental about using that stuff. Right. And I said, uh, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to do it. Yeah. And. Now, we had to stop what we were doing on like our second day and drive all the way back to North Iredale, like a county up, just to see. No, just to just to get his son. Yeah, his son uh, he got kicked out of like a ROTC camp thing or whatever. Right, and he was younger than me, and uh, we came back down to Charlotte because we was working in Charlotte. Right, and uh, working on this house, and he left us alone again, <laughs> just me and him, and we're cutting uh, cutting this giant piece of plywood mm-hmm. for uh, something on the outside, and. We don't have saw horses, you know. We don't have nothing to prop the wood on. So right. he uses the uh, box. He uses the uh, case that the circle saw came in. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking about it. Fuck it, it's his dad's shit. I don't care. And I'm letting him do all the cutting because you know it's his dad's shit. I'm right. Gonna fuck it up. He cuts through that fucking case. Oh god. He takes a circular saw through a poly, oh poly my god. plastic case. You know, one of those like do walk cases. Round. <laughs> it's the oh, orange no. shit starts spitting out. And it's like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, we load up and he takes us to another house. He's like, I need you. He tells his son, he's like, all right, I want you to trim the yard. And he looks at me. He's like, I want you to take the riding lawnmower and cut the grass down. Yeah. I switched jobs with him because I know how to use a weed eater. I didn't know how to use a, lawn, a riding mower right. at the time. <laughs> you it's weren't it. allowed. <laughs> now, I will say this. It's very simple to do these. But at the time, like I said, when it's not your shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah, I'm 17 years old. I don't know how to use these because I've never been shown how. You don't just have a psychic ability to know shit. Okay? Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, and plus at 17, it's like this isn't your stuff. You don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, so I'm using the weed eater. I'm trimming the yard and shit and you know, getting, getting all the edges done. He fucking goes out the truck losing his shit. He's like, I thought I told you to fucking mow. He's like, I don't know how to use a riding lawnmower. And he kept giving me shit about it the whole fucking time. <laughs> and like, it, this is the middle of summertime. It's fucking like August. Uh <laughs> just the heat yeah it, just, it is the worst and uh humidity's probably at 70 percent fucking 80 <laughs> uh, so damn hot and then on the ride back home i just lay my head back and close my eyes and just rest and yeah he gives me shit about that too i'm just like mother fuck man fuck you yeah really and i'm just what like what the fuck I'm, else am i supposed I'm to like, do I'm, right I'm now i'm not gonna work with this guy anymore you know he wants a certain kind of guy 
I'm not him. Say, I'm not him. So, <laughs> so that's when I realized, nah, I'm not going to do jobs like that. So, yeah, nah. Um, I went into uh, the grocery business, <laughs> became a bagger, and they realized I knew how to count, so they put me on register. <laughs> and then they put me on, like, they put me on that self checkout when it got big. Yeah. When it first started, I had five registers at once. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the fucked up thing about 2008, 2009 self checkout registers. There is no internal system that keeps track of the money because they didn't count the money. So, like in a in a in an older one, this is an older one. Right. There are these giant tracks, mm-hmm. cassette things that go inside the thing, and it holds twenties, fives, and ones. Right. And it's all separate. Mm-hmm. Well, the fucking clerks, uh, the bank, uh, the people behind the counters and stuff, you know, the customer service people, when they came to do the audit, instead of been like, oh god, we have to count all five of these at fucking once. Yeah, they would just take the money that was put into the machine, separate it, and put it back into the fucking machine. <laughs> and so we like you had a you had a record of how much money you made. Yeah, on that machine. Right. But they never counted the fucking thing. Oh my god. So there was no physical count. They only audited it once every three months. And you're talking about like sixty plus thousand dollars. Yes. In cash, not even credit cards. Yeah. Cash sitting there that has to be counted and you have to stay late to count that shit oh my god i'm 18 fucking years old and they just told me my register is uncountable 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 so due to how much was in there yeah wow like i had a personal register yeah that would be audited but it would have no more than 300 in it at a time right easy to do i happened to tell a kid that i'm training Mm -hmm. now i'm not a thief i didn't steal any shit yeah i happened to tell him he's like look don't worry about the count. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't use your personal register too much. Try yeah. to get them to use the machine as much as possible. I left that job, and my buddy, who I worked with and graduated with, was still there. Mm-hmm. He said the cops came and arrested that motherfucker because he was skimming money out to the register. Holy because they never shit. had to count it. They never had to count the son of a bitch. And yeah. I was oh like, my God. yeah, they let him off in cuffs and shit. I'm like, God damn, what a dumbass. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> how much he wound up nabbing from all that. Yeah, it was grand larceny, so it's over a grand. Holy yeah. shit. And I'm just like, what a fucking dumbass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Cameras are everywhere yeah, in those places. Yeah, I'm just like, you could, like... I guess if you did it right, I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying like, you're not advocating for but, it. But, I'm but, saying, but if you're if you're holed up for money, run a cur- self checkout machine. <laughs> cur- curious minds go through rabbit yeah. holes, and yeah, you man. go, "Well, how would I have gotten away with um, this?" I got a I I'd had that job in high school senior mm-hmm. year, and I got a second job while in high school. I worked at a Dollar Tree. Yeah, uh, they did not like me that much <laughs> because I happened to sound off like the. I will say this: if you're listening, you're They fake the alarm. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to rob a Dollar Tree for like all 50 bucks, all you have to do is break a window. (laughs) Oh, my God. They they literally said I was working. They put me on nights a few nights sometimes. and uh, I'd work weekends, but I did nights every now and then when I didn't have to work at the grocery store. They're like, hey, uh, when you before you lock the door, just kind of like motion Uh over the fucking uh, security pad that was broke (laughs) and then just lock the door behind you. I'm just like, kiss my ass. They want you to play pretend. Play pretend. (laughs) Dude, I fucking lost it. I was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to work here no more. I'm not going to get shot in the back over fucking a hundred bucks. I'm not playing pretend at the fucking Dollar Tree. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. uh, I will say this. When I worked at Balu, I did get robbed. Yeah. Really? I was doing a third shift uh, swing over 
and like you only have one cashier in the mornings. Yeah. Um, first, like early first, like five to six in the morning, you only have one cashier. Yeah. And she didn't show, so I stayed over. And a guy came in, demanded the money, had a gun. He didn't point it at me, but he had a gun. Yeah. He demanded the money. He's like, here you go, bud. <laughs> You're like, I, I ain't doing it for this. <laughs> no, I pressed the little distress button thing on my, like they gave you, like, like a little fob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Press both buttons. Cops are called, but cops showed up five minutes later after he left. Oh, of course. I'm just like, well, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> well, here's the camera. Like, here's the camera. Here's my manager. Like, here, good, good luck finding the motherfucker. Cause yeah. I've never seen him before. <laughs> uh, now, after that, man, I got, uh, <laughs> it's funny. This is when I met Ken. Yeah. This is how I met Ken. Uh, I had met him at the college, the community college I was going to. Uh-huh. And a block away, down, down the main drag, uh, was a little restaurant, little little bistro place called the Second Frit. It was mm-hmm. a vegetarian menu. had a few bur- had a burger on it on the list, like some some meat stuff on there. And, right, uh, mainly salads and sandwiches. Uh, and it was just a little hippie dippy bar and grill. And uh, we did breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, they served beer, coffee. You know, just like no liquor. Yeah, yeah, uh, just basics. Basics, and. Uh, I go in. Now, here's something fucked up. I go in and put my name on an application. Yeah. I'm trying to fill it out. Because they, I was going in because they needed waiters. Right. So, never been a waiter in my life. You know, mm-hmm. 18, 19 years old. Yeah. I go in, write my name on it. This hippie woman comes out the back and says, Hey, uh, do you know how to cook? <laughs> I said, I cook at home. And she's like, come on back. Come on back. And she's wearing Crocs. No hair net, fucking frizzy ass hair <laughs> from shoulder to shoulder. And I follow her back there. She's wearing the fucking uh, t-shirt and a dress, like a dress skirt. <laughs> and uh, I'm following her back here. I'm just like, this doesn't seem safe. Like, No. <laughs> got a flat top back here. Had a char grill right beside it. All right. behind it. A gas stove behind it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And this is a tiny little kitchen. It's shaped like a circle. Right. And uh, I get back here and she's like, all right, cook me some eggs. So I cook eggs on a flat top. Yeah. First time ever. Perfect mm-hmm. every time. Uh, she make me a quesadilla. Make a quesadilla. Yeah. She's like, have you ever had tofu? I said, no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> She's like, she pulls out some tofu. She's like, you chop it up on the flat top, add some peppers and onions. It'll taste like the peppers and onions. Yeah. I do the exact thing to it. She puts like vinaigrette shit on them. Yeah. It's yeah. like, all right, fine. She's like, and takes a spoon, pulls it, and she's like, taste it. Mm. I spit that shit out so goddamn fast. I Dude, it tasted like dirt. Man, I've, I've had tofu a few times. The only way I like it is uh, at a Chinese restaurant, if you get it thinly sliced, they'll throw it on the flat top with a few little seasonings and stuff and yeah. then serve it with soy sauce. That's not too bad. Yeah, we were doing kind of like the same thing. We marinated it while we were cooking it. And right. It just, and, but it was, a big, it was a big item. Right. Um, a lot of vegetarian, like vegans. We had a lot of vegans. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of vegetarian stuff on the menu that I did like. like right. it, was, it was good. Like if you don't have meat, you know, it is a great alternative. Right. Anyway, uh, Ken works there. Right. So I will say the first time like I actually met, like talked to Ken, mm-hmm. he walked up to me because he knew that I worked there. We worked different shit. Right. He walked up to me pouring down rain outside, torrential rain in North Carolina, just pouring down black skies middle of the afternoon right hey man you got jumper cables <laughs> yes he I, he's like i'll tell you what uh you're parked on the other side i'll pull around mm-hmm. pop the hood and we'll get you out of here yeah he was driving this little geo metro three-cylinder all right 
the engine is basically floating in there because <laughs> it's so small, dude. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a yeah. fucking lawnmower engine. Well, guess what he had hooked up to it? A homemade hydrogen cell, a mason jar, some bungee cords, and some wires. Are you to, fucking kidding me? A geometra that gets like 50 miles to a gallon just to get an extra five miles to oh a gallon. Oh, my God. The tires are like this big. Ah! <laughs> I pop. He pops the hood on that motherfucker. I pop mine. I look down in there. It looks like a Claymore mine sitting in there. I'm just like, nah. Nah. So I reach, I go back to my cab. I'm like, man, I, don't, I got my hands on the jumper cables under my seat. I'm like, man, I can't find them. <laughs> First time I'm making Nah, bro, I can't find them. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> but no, me and him worked together for about three weeks before me and him went to the bar a few blocks down. Right. And we're walking back, and our boss was standing outside the restaurant mm-hmm. saying, hey, I fired the lady that runs the kitchen. She looks at, he looks at Ken, and he's like, you're in charge of the kitchen? And he looks at me. I'm three weeks in. Yeah. You're in charge of breakfast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was it was one of the better jobs I had. The boss was a great guy. Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. Blue. But trial by fire. Yeah, big blue fucking Democrat. Oh, yeah. And we used to joke Republicans in the back, Democrats up front. <laughs> you know, for service and niceties, Democrats are up front. But people who are doing all the bullshit work and try to, make, keep, try to keep the food keep coming out, the Republicans are in the back. It was, it was fucking hilarious. And this is like when Obama just got elected. Too, right. So. I'm in college still all the time. And, uh. The places were going under because the housing market crashed. Uh-huh. I was taking a fucking yeah. brutal hit. Right. Um, I moved on. I didn't. I was on unemployment for about six weeks before uh-huh. I got another job. And it's the first time I ever used unemployment. Right. Like 120 bucks a week. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. But good enough. Enough. Good enough for me. Get you a few packets of ramen and a I was case. going to college at the time. I didn't yeah. make a lot of money. No, no. Um, but we did go to like the bar every day. <laughs> Nineteen years old, going to the bar every day, just getting like something to eat or something to hang out. Well, it's just, no yeah. questions asked. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, so, around a few, like a year later, I move into downtown Statesville, right. my first like city apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, Ken eventually moves in with me. Right. And uh, why do I feel like this the, is a Beavis and Butthead situation? This, <laughs> yeah, this is this is kind of like a Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> So I was like, uh, damn it, Ken. Damn it, Ken. <laughs> um, well, the place, uh, the place that was, uh, that, that we worked at was a block away from our apartment. Right. Well, it got changed into a, uh, uh, fuck. What was it? A comedy zone. Mm-hmm. You know, the one of those franchise comedy joints. He walks in and the guy hires him on the spot. He walks, dude, I'm just frazzled. Cause I'm on dialysis at the time. I'm, right. I'm just looking like rough shit. I had mm-hmm. long hair. I look, I look like, uh, like Grayson, but fat. <laughs> just, just fucking, like unkempt, unkempt shave. Fucking, I was wearing fucking gym shorts and a goddamn button-up green shirt. Oh my god! And I'm just sitting there looking at a can of soda, like I want to die. <laughs> uh, I had showered that day, and Ken's like, "Hey man, walk down to this place and go get a fucking job." I told yeah. him about you. Blah blah blah. I walk in. I tell him, yeah, man. And I look like shit. I didn't even fill out the application. He hired me on the spot. Hmm. I just wrote my name on it like last time. Just wrote my name on the application. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I told him I'm a block away. I would never be late. <laughs> I'd yeah. stay over if needed. And yeah. He hired I mean, us. He at hired the end us. of the day, that's what employers you know, want. It took, it took us like two months to get a cooking job because we were just doing remodeling work. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. See. <laughs> we were painting it Harley orange and black. Mm. And uh, Ken met Polly Shore. No shit. No shit. Guy came down. He, that was like, how, did, what was his reaction with all that? He he loved it. He thought it was wild. Yeah. And, uh, 
he was back here ordering shit and on the t- on the computer just fucking like <laughs> fucking around before his clip on the show. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it was it was a good place to work. I met a guy that we called Dan the Man. Dude ro- raised uh, dogs right as a main gig and uh, mastiffs, bull mastiffs. Ooh, so those things are yeah. huge. Yeah, and uh, that through him is how I got another job. I worked at Freightliner in the cafeteria. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, That's what uh, you were doing when we met. Well, this is for a different company. Oh, yeah, okay. but it was same same thing. Right. Um, and I went in with the same mentality. I just want to wash the fucking dishes and leave. <laughs> yeah. Just wash dishes and leave. Yeah. Maybe cook some if 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 it's needed. Right. Yeah. Only if you need. And we had this little little white lady named Rosemary as our boss. Uh huh. And funny uh, story. Ken asked for a raise because Ken Ken, if you hire Ken for a job, he always shows up on time. Mm-hmm. And he does the job and leaves, and that's the, that's it. That's the job. Yeah, exactly. That's he never all calls. You need to he, do. he rarely ever calls out of work. Right. Anyway, we're working, and uh, you know, your one year comes in, or your six months, and you get a raise or something. Right. This bitch had the audacity. He told me he's like, this bitch had the audacity to say, "Well, you seem to be fine with the money I'm giving you now." I'm just like, God damn. Uh, clearly not. If I'm fucking asking you for one, <laughs> I'm just like, God damn. What a f- the shittiest thing to say to an employee. Yeah, no shit. I would have walked out at that point. So she retired, and nobody came in. And I was like, Ah, fuck yourself. And uh, I left. Uh, stayed out of work for a little bit. And yeah. Just you know, being on dialysis is it's hard to maintain work and yeah, and you know, regular life. But. Uh, I went back, man. I went back uh, to work. Uh, uh, Ken had told me about uh, this job at a place called Clyde's. It was a lot like the people you supplied at a warehouse. Yeah. All right. So this place was a grill, a grocery store, sold pipe fittings, PVC, (laughs) uh, uh, what is it, Uh, fireplace equipment, Tractor supply, mm-hmm. tools, nails, screws, everything, everything. It used to have a Napa Auto Parts right beside it. That was part of the same place. Right. Yeah. Everything you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and, and this is such a small town. The, the small town of Cleveland in North Carolina. Uh, nothing's there. Right. There's a Subway, a grocery store, and a Chinese place. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Damn. A gas station. That's and and let me guess, the food line is next to the Chinese place. Yeah, the IGA, yeah. <laughs> not even a food line, it's an IGA. Oh, damn. Yeah, international yeah. grocers. <laughs> it amazed me some of the stuff that we sold. I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, like these little these little mom and pop places that if they're still around, they'll sell. But they're so few and far between, that's why they exist. Yeah. It's like, oh, I need to go to auto parts store. Well, it's an hour that way. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, so this place, you know, we sold everything you needed. Cool. Yeah, we sold lawnmowers. Yeah. We sold uh, pocket knives. Oh, pocket man. Knives. Oh, man. I got a bunch of pocket knives. Yeah, man, Did you guys have a friend that was just obsessed with collecting knives? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that, like... <laughs> If Nickelback was a knife, <laughs> they'd have that. You know, like, oh yeah, check this out. It's a blah blah blah. The blade be fucking shitty. And oh man, I, I had the guy had that was like Pakistan and printed on the back. Remember in the uh, mid two thousands, the goth ring that went like from knuckle yeah. to knuckle with like yeah. the long ass metal yeah. Uh, yeah. finger on. Okay, so that kinda... work, that works for one person, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, well, <laughs> this, this guy. Mix that sort of look with a guy that looked like Bam Margera at the time. So if Bam Margera went full Marilyn Manson goth with like the fucking fedora with the little hoops uh, oh in it and the studs and shit. Yeah, that kid. He had those long ass knives that had like the curvy ends to it and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I get this job. I'll, 
here's my interview process. This guy named Howard, dude, uh, rest in peace, Howard, but uh, he died of pancreatic cancer. Ooh. When I knew him, he was like stage fucking four, man. He was knee deep in it. Right. Yeah. He asked me to come in. I'm about to walk out the fucking door anyway. Uh, he asked me to come in for an interview. Four questions. Can you be here at four in the morning? Yeah. Where's Ken? I don't know. How's he doing? I don't know. Have you talked to his mama? No. That was my interview process to get wow. <laughs> because because like I don't know if Ken's gonna listen to this, but the motherfucker went on a bender. Yeah, it's like just a fucking period. Which you know, if you're an adult, fine. Right. It's okay to ghost everybody for like a weekend or like a week. Yeah. It's fine. Get your mind right. Right. You know, exactly. And come back to work if you want to find something else. But like. <laughs> That was my interview process. Showed up the next day, Friday the 13th of 2017 on Friday night, Friday morning. <laughs> that was my first day. Friday the 13th. January, Friday the 13th. Damn. And uh, that was my first day, and I stayed for about a year and a half. And mm-hmm. we switched hands. Uh, uh, Howard had passed, and mm-hmm. his wife was running it. And Dude, we had lottery. We had a grill. and It was fun, man. I cooked up a bunch of food our last day together. Yeah. Uh, Kind of like here, you know, I cooked yeah. up a bunch of food, like a turkey dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was our last day under that management, his right. wife. And she had sold the place to some Indian guys. And I worked for them for a little while. I will say, just like Asians, Indian people are fucking racist as hell. Uh, <laughs> they are, man. Wow. Which, they would only ask me to cook their food. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, hey, you he knows how to cook. I worked with a guy named Sean Dale. Dude makes some of the best beats you ever heard. Okay. On Reverb Nation. Dude. Oh, okay. I was, I was going to say, I was like, I don't like beats. No, they're no, they're, they're no, dirty no, and no, they no, taste no. like dirt. Yeah. Well, you just went from cooking to like that. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, fuck. But he, that was just like, a, it's like a little side hustle. Right, right, right. One of the best people I've ever worked with in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, he was, he had been there for years. All right. And he knew how to do the truck orders. He talked to the truck drivers, beer sales, all that. Right. Dude, dude could sell ice to an Eximo. He was that good. <laughs> And I told him, I'm like, dude, I don't think these people like black people. Right. He's like, ah, oh, there's no big deal. Blah, blah, blah. And I told him, watch, man. You're going to be number one soul brother, and that's going to be it. They're going to knock you down a pig. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Like, Krish, Krish, can you uh, talk? Can you make the truck order? I'm like, well, Sean Dills does that. He's like, no, 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 I want you to do it. I'm just like, motherfucker, y'all are fucking, <laughs> fucking him. <laughs> and, uh, and me and him left. I left first. He left not too long after. Ken, Ken had already went Freightliner and started working. Right. And that's when I told him, that's when uh, Ken said, hey, man, come and get a job at Freightliner. And uh, I came in, man, just washing dishes. Two Fucking two weeks in, man. <laughs> two fucking weeks in. They were in the middle of switching managers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about me coming in at the right fucking time, but... <laughs> Every time. This guy from Ohio was down here. It's a two to three week window every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and after two weeks, this guy came in. He was from Ohio. He was uh-huh. staying down here in a hotel to transition the, the place. Now, this is a cafeteria for a factory. Right. All right. So there's a grill side where you can get like made order food. And then mm-hmm. there's a buffet side where you're, you're served your food. And there's a salad bar and pizza every day. Right. And I'm talking about extra large fucking pizzas. Ooh. Sold by the slice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A Supreme cost you $1.75. Wow, that's a that's less than two bucks after tax. Yeah, it's like yeah. a buck ninety six or some shit. Damn. I had, oh my god, breakfast for like two, three bucks, more than more than enough of food. Right. Yeah. These guys made twenty bucks an hour. 
Wow. Bitched every fucking day. What? <laughs> every fucking day. Why? Breakfast for two weeks would cost him less than 30 bucks. Yeah. All right, every day. Yeah. I would bitch constantly. About what? Price. Dollar twenty if I for a goddamn drink, man. Fuck you. I'm not like, no, fuck you. Right. That is a that is a thirty six ounce cup. Yeah, for a buck thirty six. Right, so kiss my ass. Anyway, I I was in the back doing dishes. Yeah, and uh, he comes up to me. He's like, Hey, are you going to be here tomorrow at five in the morning? I'm like, No, I come in at seven mm-hmm. to do the dishes, and I stay till about four. Right. Um, He's like, can you come in at five in the morning to help out Vinny with breakfast? I said, yeah. Yeah, no problem. And from that day on, I came in at five in the morning. He's like, hey, the second day I came in, I got there before he did. Yeah. So I just started setting breakfast up and mm-hmm. you know, getting, getting everything yeah. done. He gives me the keys. <laughs> gives me the motherfucking keys <laughs> to the office, the freezers, the building. And I'm just like... What the fuck do you? What the fuck? You dude? don't know me, dude. I'm the guy. You just switch shifts. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude would have the alcohol sweats. He wouldn't be sweating because it was hot. No, he'd be sweating before he came in, mm. and like just that forehead sweat. You see yeah. when people like drink too much, and yep. sm- dude smelled reeked of whiskey, and like oh god damn it. And week three, I'm in there. I'm getting the registers ready. Mm-hmm. I got breakfast cooking. Ken's there. He's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. Well, I'm counting the registers, you know, making sure the money's right. About to put them outside. This girl who'd been working there for years. Yeah. She's a fucking thief. I've worked over with her before at some other places. She walked up to me. She whispered a little low in the office. She's like, are you, are you our boss now? I'm like, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> I make $9 an hour. I am are you not a boss of anything. Mind? $9 uh, an hour. The start, the start pay was 10 I, had, I I asked for I asked for nine because so I could work every day. Yeah, uh, because that can only make so much. But right. Um, no, I got up to ten. Yeah. Uh, like they put me at ten, but I would come in at five in the morning. Most weeks I would come in at five in the morning and leave at at four in the afternoon. Right. And um, because second shift was set up, well, mm-hmm. we finally got a boss in a guy to come in. His name was Corey. Great guy. Right. Great boss. Knew what to do, but he was getting shafted the mm-hmm. whole time by right. the company side and the Freightliner side. They needed help on second shift, three to nine, three to, or like four to ten or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, they needed a grill cook, so I help them. I said I'm going to come in for a few days until we get another grill cook, however long it takes. Uh. Became permanent grill cook. <laughs> it's always, I, and I've noticed this too, especially even the jobs I've had. You do the favor once, yeah. and then it becomes your new position. Yeah. yeah, because I'm sure when you do it, you weren't doing it half-assed. You you showed your skill, you showed your hand, you, oh, no. you showed you were capable. Oh no, these guys were getting shafted on specials. Uh huh. The guy before me was a lazy fuck. Right. Nah. I would do five specials mm-hmm. to run out a product. Right. I did a hot ham and cheese, a Philly, a fish, like a, fish, a white fish sandwich, everything on the grill. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. It'd be five specials at once. A, a, a fucking barbecue, pulled pork sandwich, a Cuban, a right. hot ham and cheese, everything. Ooh. And I'd do five plates just sitting there. Look, this is a special. Pick one. <laughs> All right. And I will have it done in less than two minutes. Yeah. Pick one. Because you got, you got to admit, the best, the best time I ever had was 45 minutes mm-hmm. straight of work 
287 customers. Oh, wow. Dude, it got so bad where they didn't want to go to the hotline. They just went to my line. Damn. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, there's a salad bar. There's a pizza station. There's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Line. Nah, we don't want that. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, Chris I makes the good food. Yeah. I joked with them. It was like I made like four specials. Yeah, one time I was like, "It's the four meats of the apocalypse." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it, and and I was just doing this to run out of product. This was not product. It was made that day. It was made the day before. Yeah, and uh, the guy that ran second, he was getting real tired of running second. I could tell. And right. He told me he's like, "Man, I'm out of here at the end of the year." Mm-hmm. Well, our our company that you know, I work for, yeah, did something big on Thanksgiving and Christmas. We fed them for free, like jackasses. <laughs> so we had ham, like we had these big giant burners, and mm-hmm. we had ham, green beans, yams, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, Ooh, good old bread. home style. Southern and everybody cooking. just come in for free and get as much as you could handle and get yeah. the fuck out. No payment. You had to pay for drinks. Yeah. Did it again at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and it was a clusterfuck. And that's when my boss on seconds like, I ain't coming back. This is my last, <laughs> this is my last fucking day. What, what wound up being so bad about it? I Just over-serving each well, other? Well, he had a family, and right. um, it was a very stressful job mm-hmm. to run second shifts because right. you had to do it around first shift schedule with half the people. Well, you're just saying uh, doing that free-for-all was a clusterfuck yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a one-day event, mm-hmm. and everybody shows up for work. Uh, everybody from first and second shift shows up at work at five in the morning. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, except first shift never stayed past two o'clock <laughs> because they were allowed to go home. Second shift had to stay to serve dinner. Right. And it's like, mm. God damn. It's <laughs> like, what was fucked up was people wouldn't show up for work uh, on second shift. On first mm. shift, you didn't show up for You got fired. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they took that seriously. Yeah, there was no ghost in those motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I ended up running second shift because I asked him, I'm like, who's running this? Yeah. He's like, well, you are. I'm like, I guess I'll take that $10 an hour now. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'd come in. Uh, Ken would be at the grill, and I would take over for him, but mm-hmm. I'd be the manager. So I did get to do that one thing every service customer service person wants to do. I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> I walked back to the kitchen and walked back out another door, looked the customer dead in the eye. I'm like, can I fucking help you? <laughs> She's like, no, I want to talk to the big guy. I'm like, I'm the new fucking big guy. <laughs> All right. What's the problem? <laughs> and like, she's just changing up in here. <laughs> I got called a bigot, a racist. Cause I ran out of lettuce. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got called an asshole because, uh, I had cooked something special. Yeah. Uh, like baked macaroni and cheese or something. Uh huh. And we ran the fuck out. Yeah. That's we it. ran out. I'm just, and the guy's like, man, you're always fucking running out on second shift. I'm like, because people order twice as much food because they're not eating breakfast and lunch. They're just eating dinner. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> Get here sooner. All right. You're already bitching about it costs a dollar. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Bring your own goddamn lunch. So um, I understand now why you got out of the food service. Well, like, that was my, that was, wasn't my last food service job, but I got out of it. I was like, burning out. Yeah. I worked at Sheets for a little while. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that they microwave food. Yeah. Everything's not, microwaved. Not a fan of that. Uh, plus, they wanted me to kill 12 hours. I was like, no, nah, yeah. not for a gas station. No. <laughs> I worked uh, for some Germans for about a week. It was all right. They didn't speak English too well. And yeah. It's very Nazi esque. <laughs> <laughs> made you a little uncomfortable. They made me sign a fucking NDA over fucking 
German food. And it's just like half your recipes are torn off the internet. I know they fucking are. <laughs> like, you ever eat schnitzel? All it is is fried pork. That's all it fucking is. All right. Uh, they have a special recipe, man. Yeah. And, all, and the, I get it. The menu's in German. But put it in English for the guy, for the American guy working in the kitchen. Please. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to cook it right? Yeah. And uh, I worked for them about a week. They're good people. It yeah. Was, it's, it was a high dollar restaurant. The coronavirus had just hit real big. And right. And was shutting down. And they were trying to get back up and running. Mm-hmm. And governor had released, uh, said, hey, you can. You let this. some people in. Yeah, you let some people in. And uh, now I got out of it. Now I'm working at fucking. This place that makes cough drops and <laughs> the, the candy man. Yeah, the candy man. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, that's uh, that's my job now, and I fucking love it. No, nah, it, it seems like I ran. I kind of ran into the oh, same. A weekend, mm-hmm. they took me off the packing line. I was putting box- <laughs> Get this shit. I was putting boxes on a fucking pallet. A weekend, a fucking weekend yeah. of work. I get called to go to a place called Hard Candy, which is where the candy is made. Yeah, you're, like, you're working in here now. <laughs> you know, uh, we're gonna show you how to operate this machine. And I think I got a raise and they didn't tell me. Ah. Well, I can screw you up with uh Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. 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 So I might go back to one day a week. <laughs> Which would be nice. Hell yeah. Especially just have to work one fucking day a week. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a floater pretty much too, which is yeah. awesome. See, that floating bullshit gets on my fucking I love nerves. It. I fucking love it. Cause I, Ken, cause I don't Ken, like it. Because Ken, like when we work together, he would refuse to work on the registry. He would refuse to do this because his work history, he hates fucking doing it. Yeah. yeah. Nah, man. I'd be on the grill. Hot from the grill, helping Ken out on first shift. I'm going to register, then filling up some stuff, the cooking in the back, washing dishes. I do it. Just bounce, 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 bounce. Man, I fucking love it. I, I'm a, I, see, I don't mind doing that, but I can't, I've gotten to the point now where I'm tired of the bouncing. It's yeah. like when you hire me for a certain position, let me work that position. Yeah. And, and man, the worst jobs I ever had definitely had to be kitchen. I don't know what it is, but the kitchen jobs have wound up just being the worst, especially with managers. Well, what was uh, what was your first? Let's hear your resume. <laughs> well, first one to, at sixteen, I actually got a seasonal job at Hot Topic, and the main reason it's because I really I can see, I can see you working at fucking Hot. Oh Topic. yeah, sixteen year old Alex, bro. Yeah. I had the <laughs> long emo hair. At some points, it was neon blue, black, blonde. It didn't fucking matter. I had it all. And but the main reason I wanted to work there is because I heard you got an employee discount, and I'm like, oh. I want, to, I want to work there around Halloween time. That way I get discounts on all this cool Halloween shit. And that was an all right job. Uh, one of the managers there just did not like me at all. It's like everyone got along with me, but just one manager, I got under her fucking skin. And I'll never forget the one thing I said to her. And, uh, no, the one thing she said to me that I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm quitting. <laughs> it's like she was an assistant manager. Yeah. And I forget what happened, but... uh. I was following, I think it was, I was following direction from the main manager right before she left and the assistant manager came in to finish the manager's shift. And I was completing that job and she was like, you don't need to do that, do this, that, and the other. I was like, oh, well, so-and-so said I needed to do this. And she went, the moment you get your first pubic hair under your nutsack is when you can tell me what to fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, all right, cool. And I just walked out. <laughs> so that ended that job. And my main manager called me back. She's like, what happened? I gave her the rundown. She goes, all right, well, um, yeah, we're not going to tolerate that. You're welcome to come back. I was like, is she going to be gone? She goes, well, I mean, she's going to get a write up. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Bye. <laughs> well, I had that problem with the grocery store, man. A guy yeah. got in my face and I'm just like, hmm, I could punch an adult in the face and go to jail. 
Or, or I could just walk the fuck out. Yeah. And then I got, I walked out and got a call back. She's like, oh, we got rid of him. Mm-hmm. A manager. They got rid of a manager. I'm like, Damn. Fuck. <laughs> All, right. All right, fine. I'm back. Nah, and then uh, after that, I didn't get another job after that for a while because I was uh, 16. And I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> but nah, as soon, as soon as I got about 17 and a half is when I started getting about the itch to move out of Roanoke, get back to Charlotte. Yeah. So I was like, All right, cool. I'm finding, you know, anywhere that's hiring at 17. And I found uh, Macy's was going to be hiring at 18. I was like, all right, sweet. Literally, like, October 1st, I went in there after my birthday in September. It was just like, hire me. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we need seasonal work again. I was like, cool. And they hired me on for Black Friday, my first day working Macy's Black Friday. <laughs> and they were like, you're on register. I was like, all right, I did this for about three months at Hot Topic. Let's see how this goes. And man, and it wasn't too bad. Um, it seems like a, that would be a, like it's a since it's a, it's a department store. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it wouldn't be too bad. It wasn't too bad except for the fact that Macy's had really odd checkout procedures. So most places, if you have to return something, you just either hold on to your receipt or hold on to the tag or your card. And most places can either swipe your card and find it or whatever else. Yeah. Um, actually, no, sorry, that wasn't a Macy's because that's how it was set up at Macy's. After I left Macy's, I worked at Dillard's. Dillard's had the fucked up system. You had to have your receipt and a sticker. Now get this. Regardless of what it was, I worked a fragrance cologne, but it was the same in denim, apparel, everywhere else. Every item that was scanned, you put a yeller, a yeller, wow, a yellow <laughs> proof of purchase. Not manage, uh, not manage, yeller. Sorry, <laughs> no, put that, put that, so put that er on there, son, like you are from Carolina. <laughs> Welcome to Dollars. <laughs> Welcome to Dollars. <laughs> no, Come we, and get your tootsie <laughs> A yellow proof of purchase sticker on the back, and we had to scan the item and then scan the sticker, and then we could put it in the bag. And if it didn't have that sticker, we could not accept the return. And oh my fucking God, so many fucking Karens that would come through fucking South Park Mall uh, in Dillard's. Oh, South Park. You worked at South Park. Yeah, buddy. Well, because again. The darkness. (laughs) Well, see, here's the thing. No, this this was still when it was rich money. Oh, big money. Oh, yeah. Big lake money. Yes. It was was still during This is before they got rid of Eastland Mall. (laughs) Yes, Eastland was still around. Uh, So it was still rich money that worked there. Nordstrom's was still doing fantastic. Actually, no, I think they had just shut down... They had just shut down Eastland, and uh, everyone had kind of merged over to Carolina Place. Uh, so that's when that Carolina Place started kind of – a lot of the shops were moving out and everything else there. And South Park was starting to pull in a lot more ritzy things. All the fucking Karens coming in wanting to do returns. And this was the thing that always annoyed me. I was told, regardless of what it was, and especially in fragrance, we did not accept returns. If the plastic wrap had been popped on that seal, we could not accept it. Sorry, Charlie. Yeah. So many people coming back in, of course, used it over the weekend, and now they want to return it. And I would go, I'm sorry, we can't do that. I want to speak to the manager. Okay. Well, I call the manager over. Manager comes over and allows the fucking return. Okay. <laughs> making me look like a fucking jackass in front of a guy that I've seen here a handful of times right. and now I'm going to have to count, continually see come through the thing and that is what annoys me if you have a policy stick to the fucking yeah. policy 
It, it always winds up coming down to the customer's always right. No, the customer's a fucking asshole. <laughs> the customer is not always right. I have dealt with enough customer service bullshit to know that the customers are assholes. Yeah. And that's why I try to avoid calling customer service lines, any of that stuff. Because it's like, I don't want to add to that bullshit. Yeah. I will Google my shit for three days straight before I have to call your number. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like after I left uh, Freightliner, man, uh a few like the main reason I left Freightliner was I came in one day and two employees were fired out from under me without me knowing. Yeah, wow. and uh, they didn't even let them take their last day. They fired them on a Thursday night. Damn, and didn't let them work that Friday to get a full paycheck. Yeah. So I was like, if they can do that to them, then what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting paid less than the people that are working for me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault, but I'm just like, I'm not going to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, you know, especially what I'm doing. And they kept, they kept some of the people mm-hmm. and moved them first. And this one girl, she was fucking up. And I kept telling the boss the whole time I was working. I was like, "Look, she's a fuck up." Yeah. This is why I couldn't get out of out of the out of the cafeteria on time mm-hmm. because it took her forever and a day to do the one job I told her to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she fucking started working for him mm-hmm. on first shift. She's and Ken's like. Dude, she was talking cash money shit about. She's like, <laughs> like, she's like, oh, this is how he showed me to do. It. And my boss is like, no, the fuck, he did not show you how to do that because he knows how to do this job better than almost anybody. Like, he said that you were a fuck up, and I should have listened to him. Like, oh. Ooh, <laughs> damn. And they still got her. Like, I was like, goddamn. No, and eventually, what got me out of Dillard's was um, when I was working fragrance. I the one saving grace and the only reason I stayed there so long is I had cool ass bosses Uh, and the guy that was uh, running men's and women's fragrance uh, he honestly liked me and he he would have in front of other people he would have to pull the hard ass card of being like you aren't meeting your sales quotas yada 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 you know come on and it's you know we'd have reviews every quarter and shit and he'd have to come up and he's like all right you know Alex it's your turn you know that kind of stuff he'd get in the office and as soon as we'd sit down I'm like what's up he goes you know, the numbers are bad. I'm like, I know, but do you see anyone walking around here? He goes, I know, I know, I know. And then we just kind of like lean back and just start bullshitting with me. And we just talk about the other people we didn't like and, yeah, you can't, you and, can't and control, all this other gossip. You can't control like how many customers come into your fucking store. Exactly. That's and he, and he was fully aware of that he was just having to go through the motions because the uh, manager up top running the entire store has to tell the other department managers, Hey, you have to talk to your guys, you know, about the sales because we need it. But, after a while, it was getting to the point where if I didn't meet my sales for one more uh, quarter, I was going to have to get a pay cut. And I was telling him, I was like, man, I said, you know, if I get a pay cut, I'm out. I said, this is bullshit. And he goes, I know, I know. He goes, I don't have control over it, though. But next quarter rolled around and sales quotas still weren't made. No one made them. But it was that final straw for me. And he was like, the only thing I can do to keep you from getting a pay cut is if I move you departments. He goes, if I move you departments, you can still keep your same pay. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, fine, you move me. I got moved over to Denim. It was the most Flanders-type boss I have ever had in my life. <laughs> Oakley, well, Oakley. Uh-huh. Well, hey there, Alex. How are you doing today? I'm like, oh, my God, fucking shoot me. <laughs> and, every, and it's like he was just too fucking perky. Just too at it. Every fucking morning, he's like, all right, team, we're going to do a great job today. I'm like, no, we're fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we had a certain dress code over there. So like in uh, fragrance, we had to wear a button up and slacks. In denim, we had the option of we could wear slacks with like a T-shirt and like a button up over top. 
or we could wear a button up untucked with jeans. Yeah. So that's primarily what I wore. But I just kept skirting the line every day, every day. I would just start wearing the t-shirt underneath it and start unbuttoning the button up. And eventually it got to where I was just wearing a t-shirt and a button up over top. And he'd come over. He's like, well, hey there, Alex. Um, Yeah, I uh, I don't think that's really going to be uh, part of the dress code today. I was like, why not? He goes, well, uh, you know, we know over here we got to do this, that, and the other. I was like, well, you do realize I'm wearing everything from this department, right? I got this button-up from over here. I got the T-shirt <laughs> from over here and the jeans. I said, so I'm wearing company product. Is it really that much of an issue? Well, uh, no, I, you know, I think it'll be all right today. It is a Saturday, so we'll, we'll have this be like a loose Saturday. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> a few weeks later, I just start showing up in a T-shirt and jeans, and he's like, well, I'm like, Hey, everything's bought over here. Is it really a problem? <laughs> and then just eventually had nothing. Well, Alex, I need you to wear your, all your fucking flair. Yeah, like fucking that, that's, that's really what the fuck it was like, man. It was. Where's your flair? I, it was getting to be too much. And then plus just all the cattiness. I didn't have to. Do, I, that's the one thing I don't like about main retail is there are clicks. And I hate the fucking clicks. These only handful of people from these departments hang out together, and if anyone tries to take a sale from over there, all of a sudden you are the shit king of the week. <laughs> and I and I was, couldn't take that shit, so I left there and started working at the Penguin. Mm. And that was after the big shift because the Penguin started getting uh, real big, and they got on like diners, drive-ins, and dives, and all mm. that stuff. And a buddy of ours, Jimmy King, was working there at the time, and he w really built it up to what it was there. But the Ballantines still owned the building and the name. He was just running the place. Well, after it got to a certain popularity, after about maybe 10, 15 years of him running it, they tried to raise the rent double. And then went, okay, well, if you don't want that, we're going to franchise it. He's like, no, no, no to all of this. No, don't raise my rent. And if we start franchising it, we can't do our quality control. You know, we maybe open up a second one somewhere, but let's not start franchising it. And eventually they just squeezed them out. So the Ballantines took back over. And around that time is when I started working there, mainly because he didn't have a position me at his old job and he annoyed me. <laughs> but uh, so I wound up working at the Penguin. And the one thing that I, my boss was... Probably in hindsight, I love her now, but in retrospect, I hated my shift leader, butch lesbian. And as soon as I came in one day, she was like, have you ever worked a kitchen before? I was like, I mean, kind of like what Chris was like, he's like, I've I worked, uh, I've done a kitchen at home. She goes, you'll last a day. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and after a day, and she was training me, and after a day or two of training, uh, there was a big lunch shift coming up, and she goes, guess what? You're running the grill. I was like, oh, oh, okay. She goes, yeah, don't fuck up. It's a Saturday shift. And then sure enough, about maybe 20 minutes later, people started filing in. So it was just a big trial by fireplace. But yeah. And uh, the only thing that made me wind up leaving was uh, the Ballantines that were running it. I won't say the main Ballantine who was there. But uh, she uh, cut me a check one morning. And uh, that night, I went to uh, deposit it. And the next morning, I wake up, and I have a negative amount in my bank account. The check fucking bounced. Oh, God, yeah. I hate this shit. And I'm like, uh, no. I went in there and I told her, I was like, hey, we need to get this fixed. She cut me one more. It bounced. And I came in on my day off. What bank, <laughs> what bank did you have? Because most banks will cash it, but they'll put the, the defeat on them. And uh, bank of America. Really? Yeah. No, they don't do that now. <laughs> well, they fucking were doing it then and it was screwing me over. Me and King got paychecks from that second fret place. Uh-huh. 
we had we would walk to Ace Checking, mm-hmm. six blocks away, get yeah. our check cashed. Me and him were working one night mm-hmm. or one afternoon. We were switching over. Uh, they called our place and said, "Don't you ever bring your checks here again." Wow! Yeah. Holy shit! And this is a check cashing place. They take everything. <laughs> they take a fucking napkin with yeah. Give this motherfucker five bucks. It's like <laughs> Jesus. No, so uh, it, so I came in on my fucking day off and was like, "Where is so and so?" Yeah. And they were like, oh, they're out for right now. I was like, cool. And I just sat at the bar and I just waited for them to fucking came in. As soon as they did, I was like, your office now. Yeah. And, and I, sh- I pulled up my bank account. I showed her the uh, negative and all the fees and balances. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought I moved the money over. I was like, yeah, no problem. Cash. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I-, I don't think I've got that amount of cash. I'm like, that's cool. I have literally nothing else to do. This is my day off. I am here. Yeah. I said, I'll, I'll ride with you to the bank. Yeah. I said, cash or i walk right now well that's what we got to think about that guy howard we work for uh-huh um he forgot to get payroll all together mm-hmm. like forgot to get checks all together right and he just asked he's like hey ken was telling me this story he's like hey you know i'm sorry here's your money for the week and like 80 bucks on top because i forgot to give you your check yeah this, keep in mind this is the same place when we got our checks we could cash them there too yeah for free right it was like Howard, you didn't have to do that. But he, was such, he was such a good guy at what he did. But nah, nah, take cash every time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cash on the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so basically, I, I lied to her. I was like, I'll walk after this. And so she gave me the cash. I was like, cool. I'm still leaving. Fuck this place. <laughs> I just made sure I got my cash in hand, and I was like, cool. I'm done. And uh, left out of there. And uh, after that, worked at Solstice. And I honestly loved that job. I loved that job until the main manager quit. Mm. The main kitchen manager, the two of us, we got along swimmingly. And we worked great as a team. He was the guy that got me really turned on to CCR. Like, I already knew about CCR. I knew the hits. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like them. No, this motherfucker, every morning shift, we worked together. And we did that a lot because that was my favorite to do, breakfast shift. Mm. He would come in, he'd get there maybe about 30 minutes before me, get some coffee rolling, you know, get the grills hit, heat up. By the time I'd come in, he's like, what's up, Stiff? He goes, press press play. I was like, all right. I'd walk over, plus press on the jukebox. He had a three CD mix of CCR. All hits. Yeah. Everyone, every fucking, every fucking song was a hit, man. Yeah, because every song was like a Billboard 100. Yep. <laughs> and he said he timed it. By the time we finished that third CD, it's time to clock out. Yeah. And he did. He had it timed out perfectly uh, just for that morning shift if we did just a little quickie in the morning. And so we got along great. All of a sudden, he just leaves, like, without notice. He was like, yeah, I found a better job. Bye. Get my CDs and, with me, motherfucker. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, and the assistant manager then took over. And it's funny. He's one of those guys where after we had to stop working with each other, we became friends. But as co-workers we did not get along and that motherfucker just kept cutting my hours cutting my hours cutting my hours but the main guy that ran the joint was the reason i fucking quit because one day and it was after a few weeks after the uh main kitchen manager i liked dropped off a lot of people really liked him and scheduled a mutiny where a bunch of people didn't come in that day so what happens is I roll in my happy ass at about seven o'clock in the morning, clock in, and I'm supposed to leave at about maybe two that day. Well, 12 o'clock rolls around and the bar manager comes in because I'm just doing it by myself that morning. Uh, he goes, hey, um, yeah, so-and-so's not coming in today, uh, but so-and-so is. So uh, do, do you mind staying like at least until, you know, five, you know, when third shift comes in? 
I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll pick up a few extra hours this week. Why not? So rocking that out, starts getting really fucking busy. And at three, he comes in and he goes, yo, Alex, I need you to stay till seven. I was like, a 12 hour today, buddy? He goes, yeah, man, no one's fucking coming in. It's all y'all today. I was like, fuck. Well, this other guy gets a hair up his ass and he's like, yeah, I'm leaving. I was like, wait, where the fuck are you going? He goes, yeah, my hours are done. Bye. He leaves and about 10 minutes later, finally someone else comes in. No fucking lie. I was there from seven in the morning till 3.30 that night. Wow. Stayed all fucking day. Was not allowed a lunch, like a free meal. Only got a handful of little smoke breaks. Then I got my check, and it was an even 40 hours. Or actually, no, it was an even 80 hours. And I was like, hmm, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. I know that one day I clocked in a good amount of hours, and I've been working full time on top. There should be a little extra here. I went to the main guy running it, and I brought it up to him. He goes, no, actually, uh, you, you were right at about 78 hours. I just went ahead and rounded it up for you. I was like, really? Wait, that doesn't seem right. I said, show me the hours. I said, I know for, I said, regardless, I said, I know last week I put in well over 40. I said, yeah, I had a light week the other week. I said, but I put in well over 40 this, so I should have some overtime. He showed me the hours. He goes, no, no, no. Uh, Week one and week two added up is about uh, 77 hours. I was like, right. But last week I worked over 40. He goes, yeah, that's not what we do here. It's like, wait, what? He goes, uh, and and I was like, you're not going to pay me overtime. If this happens, that's why you scheduled me a light week. He goes, well, I mean, that, yeah. I was like, wow, okay. I said, that, that's not. That. I said, that's not how that is. I well, said, you'd be surprised how many times I hear that. Oh no, they can't do that. Oh no, they can't do that. All right, first of all, they actually they could do whatever the fuck they well. want. And now it's illegal as fuck, <laughs> but they, it still gets done. Like yeah. you can't rob a liquor store, but you can. Okay? <laughs> you shouldn't. But no, you and can. this and this guy's <laughs> argument was uh, after he told me that I believed it for a second because I didn't know. I was like, well, that's fucked up. I'm not going to another uh, biweekly paycheck again. Well, started kind of thinking on. It. I looked it up, and sure enough, that was false. All of a sudden, it was like that fire built up back inside me. I was like, fuck this guy. I printed that shit out. I brought it in the fucking next day. I was like, hey. I said, no, you can't do this. I said, you owe me overtime. And he looked at it. He goes, all right, yeah, you're right. I'll go ahead and get you the overtime. But you know what North Carolina is? A, a free-to-work right, right, right work state. Uh-huh. Yeah. He goes, so I'm more than happy to give you this, and I'll go ahead and wipe your schedule. Yeah. I was just like, holy fuck. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's because like there is no like unlike California, which has like a, what's called a catering union. Mm-hmm. Food service is not a union in North Carolina. Yeah, which is understandable, I guess. Like, yeah, but Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like you have a like an accountant union or something like that, probably. Yeah, or like, so it's called a service union or something out here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. but you never don't have to use it because well. No, I mean, uh, I'd run that's into... A, that's a really skilled labor job. Yeah, um, that's not an area that I've ever ran into. But I, I know I go through the... It's the Fair Labor Standards Act. Um, yeah. I deal with it a lot. And Well, when I worked at Bilo, man, they told us we couldn't talk about our, how much we made. Mm-hmm. That, that's always a load of shit, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a crock of shit. But when you're 18 and you got a job, you know, uh, I don't say not. nothing. Yeah. And that's how you keep the scared newbies from not talking about anything is they don't no. know. You know, hey, anyone listening out there, if you don't have a job yet, it's actually not against the law. Uh, <laughs> don't also, be scared also, of that. Minimum wage hasn't changed since I first started working. Yeah. Right. That's over fucking 
in 2008. Mm-hmm. It's 12 goddamn years ago, man. Some of that while. shit couldn't go up any. <laughs> Fuck, gas went up. <laughs> and I work. I will say this: the first year I started working was when gas was four bucks a gallon. <laughs> so, Fuck. I will say that the only other shit job I had after that um, was I started doing telemarketing, for so to speak. Uh, it was. Yeah. Did you do, did you do cold calling? Yes. Oh uh, god. Dang. So so <laughs> but, but, but we but we ran it interestingly. I, I'm debating on if I want to say what the association was. It's one of the associations that calls you up and just asks for a donation and on goodwill you send them money and then we send you, you know, I mean, no, we send you the thing and then on goodwill you send us money back to help whatever association we're doing. Mm. And man, there were so many days. And I still remember the little, uh, you had fast keys because it was all on a computer. You had a headset, you plugged it into the computer and it was an auto dialer. As soon as it would, uh, like either as soon as voicemail would pick up or someone would answer, you'd hear it. You'd never hear the ring. You'd just watch the screen. So as soon as the screen would pop up with your script, that that meant there was a connection of some sort. And man, I tell you, I did not have the patience for that. For the first few months, I was like, all right, cool, yeah, I'll, you know, phone sales, I, th- I think I can do this. And I was doing pretty good for the first few weeks. But man, after a while, after you get like the fifth or sixth fuck you or hang up or like, you know, whatever, it's just like, nope. Every single person that would come up, it was, even if I heard a hello, it was like, answering machine. Mm-hmm. Because, because that's what you do. Yeah. You type A and then space, and that meant answering machine. That would put them on a call back in two weeks. Uh, if they said not interested, uh, it was D for decline. They'd get a call back in three months and just small stuff like that. So we had different little hotkeys for things. Man, there were so many days I was just sitting there, answer machine, answer machine, answer machine. It was just like, I did not want to fucking talk to anybody. <laughs> That's like one job I would think I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Just because of like who I am, but this is, I also said I would enjoy being a fucking toll booth operator. Just oh like, yeah, give me my goddamn five dollars. Put the shit in my goddamn hand. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Start scaring people coming in and out of places. Thank you. Leave. <laughs> who the fuck are you? Yeah. What uh, are you doing here? Yeah, keep going. Why are you coming to my state, huh? Just just keep a cop hat yeah. hidden in there every so often. About every three cars pop it on. Sir, what you doing in here? So I'm gonna need you this to pull is West Virginia, stuff. the best Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> you brought up Tolbus, and that there was a uh, local story. Oh shit! Uh, recently, um, there were RVs being stolen from a uh, um, local uh, supplier. Yeah. Oh shit! And Amy, I don't remember where the guys were from. I think they may have been like from Puerto Rico or somewhere, but. Um, they busted them because they failed to pay the West Virginia toll booth. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. If you're going to steal something that big, put the $5 in your pocket. <laughs> From another country, get in successfully, actually acquire, you know, the RV and then, yeah. and then fail to pay the, the $4. Dude, did you see what was happening over there? Like, uh, when, uh, like all the COVID stuff. Stuff was getting bad. Well, Puerto Rico got hit really hard. Not yeah. like Puerto Rico, but just like hurricanes. Right, right. Oh, yeah. They they were doing real bad for a while. Well, they had found out like uh, the mayor. Or oh, the was governor, hoarding shit? Yeah, the governor of Puerto Rico yes. was hoarding shit. You see what they did? They, they start well, they had the protest. You see what the protest did? What? They set up a guillotine outside the fucking city house. Uh, they ain't building. fucking around. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's the French Revolution. Like, Fuck. <laughs> Go get them. Yeah. Reminds me of that Bonan Ma- Sheila. <laughs> oh, God. For every crown, there's a guillotine. I'm just like, yeah, get that a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, there you go. There's we, your next tattoo. Yeah. We can do that as a series of fucking crazy documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, hell, it's fucking we, wild, man. You don't pay the toll, and we, you get busted. Oh, fuck. And yeah. We, and, we, and hell, <laughs> we talked about it even last week as a wrap up. We'll talk about it here. First hand experience: the zombie cicadas. Yeah. <laughs> hippos, man. <laughs> Goddamn hippos. A total of four RVs were stolen. Oh wow! Damn. Um, a national theft ring involving RVs. Damn. Worth two hundred twenty-one thousand dollars, and they got busted over a four-dollar toll fee. Got to pay wow. like four bucks, bro. Dude, me and him went through a toll. I gave a girl a five, and I just drove through. She started yelling, "Hey, <laughs> keep the dollar, bitch." <laughs> Pass it on. You know there's going to be if, someone that... You know, there's going to be somebody that's going to be short. Yeah. And you know that it's going to be a bitch. <laughs> you know if you're short on change, you know how fucking aggravating that fucking shit is? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Not North Beckley. <laughs> Not Chris, but Chris got an article here oh, about shit. The, uh, the RV thefts. The RVs are worth nearly $221,000. God damn, Andy. <laughs> they had them three hours away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, 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 Maryland. When I see Maryland, I think it was the wire. <laughs> oh, shit, it's Chico. <laughs> well, uh, what's, what's y'all's guy talking about for uh, phases and opening back up here? Because I'm sure you're Oh, yeah, what's itching. old Jim Justice? Fuck, what is he saying? <laughs> so I'm sure you're itching to finally get a proper get-together going. Well, I'm assuming that... Sorry for uh, the audience, folks. With, with, <laughs> with school systems opening back up on September 8th, um, that crowd size will be um, open back up a bit at that time. Yeah. Um, Are they, uh, so they're going full tilt with the, with the schools? Um, I think most systems are doing a, a tiered where the kids are going to be there, like half of them two days, the other half two days. But there's a lot of logistics still to figure out. Um, but with that, you know, if that happens, I w- I'm – I'm set up to do outdoor shows. Yeah. And uh, I would love to at least try to snag one or two shows before the end of the year, you know, with a crowd of 50 people. Yeah. I think that'd be doable, especially Uh, outside. Yeah. Um, I invested a fair amount of money into Rim Rocks, and my investment is sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I was telling you, at least a positive through all that is, yeah, even though it had to be postponed, everything that you spent on it, yeah, you don't have to spend it again. So now right. you just get to hold on to it, and then by the time it rolls through again, it doesn't feel like such a heavy burden. Yeah, yeah. So kind of chipping away at it now. You know, if I if I can make something happen, I will. I, it'll probably be a not a planned month or two months in advance type deal. It'll be a last uh, minute. Oh yeah. shit, we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, two weeks from now, we're gonna have you know, boom, 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 boom and yeah. and put together a quick show because. Uh, I'll likely hire the light and sound. Uh, that was my intention with, with Rim Rocks. And uh, when I talked to the guy, he said, uh, just let me know. It's not like I'm doing anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so You my man. <laughs> I think availability is going to be there. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I can only imagine what the callback is going to be like for, oh, yeah. for venues. And oh, God. Everybody. Yeah. I'm hoping it's big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'll be gradual. The, uh, It'll be gradual, but once once – Probably after December or after January, it'd be. And the unfortunate thing is, uh, Charlotte's had another casualty. Abari, Abari is not opening back up. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, and that was that was a pretty cool shot. Uh, that's where we uh, recorded a lot of the uh, Hate Energy music video. Yeah. Uh, when well, when we went to that really? arcade and was yeah. just kind of messing around, that was a Bari. Sure. And um, yeah, so that's, that place isn't going to be around anymore. They had to shut down for so long. They had a few benefit shows and live streams and stuff to kind of help keep them going. But they said that even kind of looking at it as even when they're allowed to start opening back up, think about something like an arcade where you are physically touching everything in there and then a bunch of people are doing that you can't have someone on each row maintaining and wiping it down you know every single time someone finishes a game so they're just like the idea of this plus the rent and everything else that's going on we don't see how we can do it um yeah the bands that i had booked everybody was kind of you know obviously they're in different places Mm -hmm. um a couple of the bands, uh, one in particular, uh, Betrayed by the Bullet, they were uh, uh, recently reformed and, and they're working on their new album and they were right. going to do a few shows. Um, so they were game, but you know, if, if I do something, they're not sure at this point their availability because with everything and not being able to be out, they're, they're turning their focus, like many bands, to recording. Yeah. So um, they're not sure if they would be up and ready. On the flip side, somebody like the Cheats um, mm-hmm. just released their album. Yeah, and um, I, although I think uh, Todd said that they've got enough for at least one or two more albums already ready yeah. to go. Um, now, and that's a good way to plan it out. I mean, <clears throat> I, I mean, we've Cap and I've talked about on the show before how you know the, the album release shows yeah. earlier this year were the first ones getting canceled. So we've had a new record that we've only been able to promote digitally, but. We're even looking at, we talked about on the uh, Patreon uh, this past week, but looking at uh, possibly going back to the studio by October. Yeah. That way, by maybe the start of the year, we could have a companion EP to kind of go along with the new record and kind of promote both at the same time. Yeah, and that's, yeah, you guys are in that same boat as far as, uh, you know, the album. You really played the one show yeah. prior to the Here. release <laughs> uh, you had the vinyl um and i think you had the vinyl uh at a show i came to in charlotte uh, yeah with and that, that was that was one of the things i was kind of glad i did i um originally i was still wanting to hold true because initially what happened is we ordered the uh vinyl and that's not the first time we've ordered uh records before we know how much of a lead time there is yeah so we knew that last time there was a little bit of a delay at the plant just regardless it was way before covid so we were like fuck okay I know what day we should be getting them in. I'm going to say the release date is another two weeks after that. You know, ooh, that gives it a window to ship out pre-orders early, you know, and then the street release day will still, you know, be a few days after or a few weeks after that. We got those sons of bitches in like a month or two early. So I'm just like, fuck, okay, these things here are really early. We could have started already booking shows and really doing this by now. Shit. So a handful of the shows we were playing before the actual release, I would bring like two copies with me. Yeah, you were doing like giveaways or, or a special. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah I it was. I was. I was just putting it online. I'd be like, "Hey, we've got two copies of the record <laughs> yep. with us. If you didn't get your pre-order and you want it now, come on out to the show." Yeah, yeah. You know, and and then uh, Tiki, who plays in uh, Grave Rollers and uh, Superjet now, he came out to that same Radkey show that you're talking about. Yep. Uh, we played over at Skylark, which that's another place that's having issues right now. Um, <laughs> 
Tiki looked down at the vinyl and he goes, how many of these have you sold? I was like, oh, actually, no, I brought three to that one. I was yeah. like, oh, we sold one of them. We still got two. I said, I'm not pushing it hard, though. I said, the record's not out yet. He goes, you want them sold? I was like, well, I mean, that's all I could get out by the time he grabs the fucking thing and just disappears <laughs> into the audience. And then about five minutes later, he comes back with a guy with money in his hand. He goes, he wants one. I was like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, how many more you got left? I was like, oh, one more. He goes, I got it. Grabs it, walks away. <laughs> 10 minutes later, comes back, sold it, waving money in my hand. I was like, okay, fine. I was like trying to give him something. He's like, no, 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 this is fun. Where's another one? I was like, well, I'm out of those. He goes, give me something else, damn it. So I like gave him like a stack of the seven inches. They're five bucks each. He disappears with like 10 ducks, comes back. He's like, got rid of two of them. I was like, shit, I'm hiring you for every show. <laughs> He's a big dude. He's probably intimidating everybody. <laughs> yeah, so... You want a record? You want a record. <laughs> yeah, so especially with... Um, we hired a promotion agency to kind of help us promote uh, the music video and stuff. And even talking with them, they were like, man, if you had reached out to us a month earlier, or, you know, if we'd found... Actually, it was, you know, if we'd found you a month earlier, but well, you didn't reach out to them. They said, uh, we would have been pushing hard to get you to promote that record. They go, but the record's been out too long. We can't really push it right now. I said, and they're like, okay, well, I've got the music video coming. Can we do with something with that? They're like, oh, totally. But discussing with them, they're like, look, keep us in the loop. Let us know next time you're getting ready for music because we knew about the COVID stuff. Yeah. And um, they're like, we can easily, easily craft something together for you to promote both releases because of COVID. I was like, okay, I got you there. You know, kind of give it a second breath of air after it's been sitting there some. So that's kind of our mind frame on it is just we've got new music we were already writing. Yeah. We want to get it out there. It's been long enough. While we can't fucking do shows, let's play around in the studio. Let's let's get back to our let's get back even paler than we are and stay in that dark studio for hours on end and just craft out some new songs and hopefully kick off next year with never heard of them and a possible new seven inch. <laughs> well, I think that's actually a pretty good segue. I think we're kind of wrapping up here it's been a fun episode a nice hearty episode of bitching about our past jobs <laughs> Man, fuck work <laughs> but before we bust on out of here you know what we gotta do it's time to dig on into our spotify playlist and figure out what the hell we've been listening to what you listening to son i don't think you like it well why not i like this new generation of music Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. Brad, what the hell have you been listening what to? What have I been listening what to? What have you been listening to? Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, can I promote my uh, my Spotify playlist? Show no. Night, show Night at the Rim? I no, can't no, promote you can't, that. you can't promote that, okay, man. Well, what, the, what the hell do you think this is, I man? I won't even say Show Night at the Rim. No, and you can't say you find that on Spotify. <laughs> Okay. No. <laughs> you can't. You can't Man, say you we probably find that. I have listened to that playlist. The lack of Wu Tang <laughs> is extremely deficient. Like, no, not even chess boxes. Like, <laughs> no, what's on it, Brad? Uh, well, the, there's a ton of stuff on it, and it's a ton of bands that, uh, a ton of U.S. bands that people probably haven't heard of, should mm-hmm. have heard of. Um, but a couple songs or a couple bands on the Spotify playlist that I've recently. Um, Went down a rabbit hole um, and revisiting a few bands. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been checking out the Turbo ACs. Okay, yeah. Um, that's been one that. Um, Warriors. I, it, it, <laughs> <Come out and laughs> play, yeah. 
I think it was honestly going down uh, super suckers, and, and and I think they were tied in in some you know, way. Probably yeah. some way is one of the you know artists you may also like. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a fun game to play. Yeah. So uh, Turbo ACs, I've been listening to them. Um, Valiant Thor. Um, Tony was always get, trying to get me turned on to them. I um, I don't know. I've I, I go in. I kind of go in waves with my music. And yeah. So. Uh, Valiant Thorne, I've been uh, been listening to uh, some old suicidal tendencies. Really, yeah. old yeah. suicidal tendencies. Yep. Nice. Well, Chris, what the hell have you been listening to, sir? Well, even though it's the lack of Wu Tang, <laughs> uh, Killer Hearts, man. Yeah, yeah, I've been listening to them. Uh, they got it. Sounds a little bit like the Sex Pistols, I guess. Mm-hmm. I can see that, but not as loud. Yeah, and not as dumb. <laughs> like, 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 I, I, yeah. Shots fired. Yeah, well, I'm saying I, I like them better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Turbo Negro. That shit is fucking yeah. hilarious. Oh, God. They are so good. Uh, these fucking Swedish bands, I tell you. Just like, they're one, they're one up on us in America. <laughs> My God. It's like watching an Asian team beat us in baseball. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no, I was listening to a little bit of them. Uh, some of that sad bastard country music. Mm-hmm. Cap, Cap's yeah. always listening to that. Oh yeah, I gotta love it, man. There's, there's some, there's some gems in there. Jolene, Jolene, <laughs> God damn it, Jolene. <laughs> Where's my fucking sandwich, Jolene? <laughs> nah, uh, nah, man. This is some of that sad outlaw bastard country music. Yeah. Uh, Turbo Negro, Killer Ace. Uh, fuck, I need to turn. I need to look up the Turbo ACs. Yeah. Probably yeah. listen to them on the way back down. Nice. Um. No, nah, I'm trying to think. What's that other band? Uh, Church Cosmos, Church, uh, yeah, yeah, is gay. Is gay. Jossie, one of the few albums I've listened to all the way through like a thousand times, yeah. which I rarely do. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that when you can do that. Oh yeah, when you can listen to an album from beginning yeah. to end, and it's actually just not just consistent, mm-hmm. but really well done. Yes. To every yeah. song. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll listen to them and uh, fuck. What's the other band? Uh, uh, Cosmic Skull. Yeah, Church of the Cosmic Skull. Holy hell! <laughs> just a weird brute. Just a weird bunch of like five guys and two girls. <laughs> oh god, this is fucking weird. Uh, but it's such. A, but going through like when you're blasting Mountain Heart, going through the damn tunnel. Oh yeah. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I've been listening to. It's uh, nice. something, something a little bit. Okay, I like to keep you know me. I like to keep my stuff mixed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, do, do a little something different. Like Dolly Parton next to thrash metal, Wu Tang next to next to golf. What playlist are you gonna find that has Wu Tang next to Dolly Parton next to Christmas playlist? Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> well, I got Slayer opening up for Wu Tang next week. So <laughs> come on into the Chris Cab. Yeah, Chris Cab, man. We'll get you where you're going. <laughs> now, and with me, uh, I'll kind of pull what y'all been doing. I've been sampling a little bit more different stuff with the uh, you got to listen to this. I've been uh, kind of sifting through my Kiss catalog to see what I wanted to do. And I originally started with Harder Than Hell, because yep. that's another fun one that doesn't get yep. a whole lot of love. But I decided to go with Love Gun simply because that is my all-time favorite. Well, well the gun is his dick. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, outside of that, um, also revisited A Rock Supreme from Danco Jones. Yeah. And that one has been a grower. The first half of the record, I still really don't like. Uh, I, <laughs> I love Danko. I love his records, but it feels like after fists up high, the record finally kicks in. It's like after fists up high, he wakes up and is like, "All right, cool." Yeah. But but the first half of the record just 
didn't grab me like some of the previous records had. But no, some of the favorite ones on the back half of it is um, uh, Fist Up High, Party, uh, That Girl, uh, You Got Today's Pretty Fun. And uh, You Can't Keep Us Down is just another fun Danko anthem. Because uh, he's had a few of them, like the um, I Want to Break Up With You, yeah. uh, like how that kind of felt anthem-y near the end. Kind of had the same vibe with You Can't Keep Us Down. So it was, it's a good record. came out last year in April. Um, finally got around to giving it good, good listen, mainly because I didn't like Dance, Dance, Dance. <laughs> <laughs> the video was okay. But just yeah. the, the song really didn't hit that chord with me. But after spending a little more time with it, I do recommend at least the last half of it, after, uh, starting with Fist Up High, because that's a damn good song. I always liked that one from the start. Yeah. And it got a video, so we got some love. Oh, I did check out the Dwarves. They were all right. Dwarves? It really depends with them, man. They have so many different eras. They have speed punk eras. Well, check out the album you told me about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that uh, Young Good Looking was definitely the more popular record. Yeah. Uh, that had the most hits on it. Probably listen to that on the road. Probably make mm-hmm. me like it more. And, and actually, starting with that one, if you keep going down the catalog, they keep getting more experimental. Like Come Clean had like some weird electronic beat shit mixed in yeah. with it with a little bit of rap stuff. And then... Um, the dwarves must die had everything from like speed metal to uh like 60s doo-wop to yeah. classic punk and then rap you know it's just like they they ran the gambit that's on what, that that's record. what i like about uh, turbo negro yeah where we first listened to it on the way down mm-hmm. went back home and uh that that, th- that triple that triple song uh, rock and roll machine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it has that that weird the like synth alt, stuff the, the synth sci-fi <laughs> and i was like talking through it i'm like in a world of logic and magic <laughs> no dragons are left i was just like yeah this, this sounds like an old animation like heavy metal like beginning <laughs> like some giant green balls gonna tell me i'm gonna burn in hell <laughs> that's uh i uh I don't know. I used to listen to Suicidal Tendencies a lot and had gotten away from them. Yeah. And uh, not, it's not their, it's not their early, early stuff, but uh, You Can't Bring Me Down was kind of their, yeah. Thank uh, with a similar song title. Uh, that was kind of their breakout thing where people really heard about them. And yeah. Any song, about any song that's got, that starts off with What the Hell's Going On Around Here includes the line, Tell them what's up, Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> And has the ever classic, you wouldn't know what crazy was if Charles Manson was eating Fruit Loops on your front porch. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I think that's the episode title. No, and uh, and if folks want to join up on our Discord, we even have a sub-server in there called What Are You Listening To? And that's a fun little spot if you're running out of music suggestions. We always got folks like Tyler and Davey Dirt posting stuff in there, like Rancid and Soundgarden and Like Machines had a new song, so it popped up in there. Tyler's posting a bunch of just like 90s grunge stuff that folks just hadn't thought about in a while. This really been getting folks talking and um, Davey's been throwing in stuff like Skid Row. Cap's in there putting in uh, Black Sabbath. I threw in The Darkness one day. <laughs> uh, Cap's got Blue Oyster Colt uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely join up on the Discord server. We got rooms for movies and memes and music and just general chit-chat. Hell, we've even got gaming rooms and we've got a lot more gamers chit-chatting in there now. It's pretty damn fun. And plus, if you like Chris and who the hell wouldn't, sign up for the damn dis- uh, the Discord route, the Patreon. Yeah. Where it's a it- fucking dollar. One dollar. One dollar a month. Every Tuesday, you get yeah. you a brand new episode of the Couch Brotatoes. And this coming 
week. Actually, I don't know what we're doing this coming week. We haven't recorded we gotta, those yet. We got to do. Uh, do. I will say we can. By the time this episode's coming out, we'll be recording new couch potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, new couch potatoes, and then we'll do. Uh, my uh, delve into our. Uh, the other podcast, fuck yeah. what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we came up with like three different podcast ideas on yeah. the way up here. So who knows? We might debut it on Patreon, but hell, that might actually be another mainstay free show. The, uh, just uh, dip your toe in and just the the crime, mm-hmm. the crime podcast. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, nice little opener. Go, ch, 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 ch. <laughs> <laughs> just do that as the opener. That'd be badass. So who knows? We might, like I said, I think I think that'd be fun enough to put that out as another just mainstay network episode yeah. for free every for free for everyone just to sign up and listen to without going to Patreon. But we might put it on Patreon first just to give it a test run, see how it vibes, and listen to it a few times. Let our patrons get first listen. Give let them give us some feedback, and if it's good enough, we might finally do some more with it. But until then, I think this has been a pretty fun episode, Brad. As always, thank you for hopping on here with us and absolutely thanks for uh hanging out with our uh awesome family awesome family <laughs> friends uh thank chris for all the food oh yeah uh, shout out to kelly and buddha for all the help and and i will the, say and this the, is the nicest place i've ever been day drinking and cooking <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to chris for all the damn cooking and filling in for cap on this one you, oh yeah you missed a few fucking a's and well all rights but i think you did all right oh man i think i'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, yeah. and in typical in typical <laughs> tradition morrison do you have a fucking outro for us oh fuck <laughs> you always put me on the spot i hate doing that shit uh fuck i'm just ready to back go back to getting some live music in man That's, yeah no shit Fucking live music, man. (laughs) Fucking live music, man. Cease
This, ha- this goddamn quarantine is a prison <laughs> on planet bullshit. Woo! <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash somethinggoodnetwork.